the book of Job, chapter 5, verses 8 and 9. Job, chapter 5, verses 8 and 9. I will seek unto God, and unto God will I commit my cause. Nine, which doeth great things and unsearchable, marvelous things without number. That is our God. He has brought us to this great camp meeting. This is a unique camp meeting. He has brought us here. He has been blessing us for almost two weeks. The camp itself is marvelous. God is here. And we know he has been blessing us. So this evening, we should be ready to receive unprecedented blessings from God. The clouds are hanging low. They are filled with blessings. The angels are here. They have brought packages, I'm sure. Nobody will be nonchalant that he will not take his or her own package. Am I right? Yes. yes, God is here. And he will do marvelous things without number. Yes. The writer of Hebrews wrote in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 32, that he didn't know what to say again. We have heard a lot of sermons here. We have heard a lot of testimonies here. And they are all real. Yes. So one begins, one begins to wonder what we are going to hear again this evening. But this, our great God, has come down with exceeding abundant grace. He wants to bless everybody. So he has more than enough that can go around. But the problem is, make sure you pray and pray as if you will not pray again. Because you can only collect rainwater when the rain is falling. Now the camp meeting is widening down and we want to go home with blessings. May God help us. God has blessings for seekers and for saints this evening. He has promised, I will do marvels. And he has been doing marvels. And he wants to do more. God's word is immutable. His word cannot change. He even honors his word more than his name. So when he gives a promise, be sure it is guaranteed. Tonight, tonight, God will do wonders. We may ask the question, why do we all come to this unique camp meeting, this special camp meeting? We are all here, the old, the young, the illiterate, the lettered. We are all here. Why? Because our faithful God, our special father, has promised to do marvels. 
and we know we are going to receive marvels. So this evening, the someone we are having is marvelous things without number. So God will shower his blessings on all of us. We are here. Despite the prevailing circumstance in our country, we are here. God brought us here. And that is fantastic. Uh, we need to realize that Jesus coming is imminent. So everybody must prepare to meet him. How do we prepare to meet him? By realizing that those who have not been saved, that they are sinners. And they should be ready to confess their sins and repent from them. And God will save them. But they must come with childlike faith. They must trust God. There should be no doubt. And God will do his work. Thank God that you are here. Maybe you were invited to this camp meeting and you came. I congratulate you. Maybe you are a young chap. Your parents uh, brought you here. You are so fortunate. But make sure you seek God. You must seek God. Uh, the, the old saints, I mean those who have been saved, need some blessings too. In fact, they need to check their luggage. They need to check their luggages and be sure there are no unwanted exhibits there. We are expecting the soon coming of the Lord. We should be careful. A sister in our session told us recently that while we are working for God, we must work with him. While we are pursuing stars, we must not lose our crowns. Because when you have the crowns, you are going to put them on something. What we are saying is, even the saints need to check their luggages. Make sure there is no unwanted exhibits there, like what and what, like unforgiveness, like unhealthy criticism, maybe about the leaders. They don't know how to do it. They don't know what, is, what the gospel is uh, changing to. The gospel stands. It's not changing to anything bad. Rather, may God bless our choir. They sang in the morning that the gospel is getting sweeter by the day. So let us be careful and let us check our luggage and be sure we are on the Lord's side. We don't want to lose the head of the axe. We want to be sure when Jesus comes that we meet him in the uh, Azure above. Our youths, our youths, our teenagers, they need to pray earnestly. They should realize we are not here for a picnic. Are we? We are here to be blessed. And so they must tarry at the altars. They should not congregate outside there, talking and talking after someone. They should pray, and God will save them. Those who are going to the universities should realize that they are going to, I'm sorry, the abode of Satan. So they have to be ready to get there so as to save their, themselves from unnecessary evils. 
Evils are all over the place. May God help them. So this evening, we are praying that everybody should pray, especially the youth. Uh, let's see uh, St. John chapter 3, verse 3. St. John chapter 3, verse 3, and verse 16. Verse 3 says, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. One must be born again to see the kingdom of God. Ha, there is no plan B. No one, nobody wants to go to hell. May God help us. And in verse 16 of the same chapter, God tells us, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Nobody wants to perish. So we must make effort. People must pray. The seekers must pray and pray through. When the altars are open, they should please go there and pray and be sure they are saved. It's simple. You confess your sins. Tell God that you are sorry. Believe that Jesus will answer your prayer. And he will give you a clean slate of life as if you have never sinned. That is our God. He will do marvels. And salvation happens to be the master key to every other blessing that we may desire. If you are not saved, it will not be very easy for one to accrue other blessings. But if one is saved, surely God will help the person and other blessings will surely accrue to him or her. But the thing is, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Get saved and other things will follow. You need education, Jesus will do it. You want admission, Jesus will do it. You are looking for a job, sat no longer. Jesus will do it. You want, you want a Christian home, Jesus will supply you. My friends, what are the issues nagging you on the face? God can do all things. Let your faith soar. When you have faith, God will do everything. He will surprise you. God will do marvelous things without number. Now, we need to take note of that. Marvelous things without number. Many, many things. When he saves you, he will sanctify you, he will baptize you, he will give you what you need, Maybe you are indigent, it will assist you. But the first thing to be done is just to be saved. This evening, we want to look unto God for all our needs. And we know He will surely supply them. Do you have a terminal disease? Did they tell you it's incurable? Our God can do more than 
that I thank God that in 1989, God cured me from cancer of the breast. Yeah. 1989. By the grace of God, I'm still standing here today. So don't let anybody tell you what's a terminal disease. With God, there is no terminal disease. He will take care of it. Um, people have been healed of many diseases. Tuberculosis, cholera, pneumonia, even COVID-19. God can do all things. The other time I said, are you highly indigent? You are so poor. Look unto God. He will change your situation for the better. There is a sister at Ibadan. She has children in school. She worked, she tried. She could not get school fees to pay. They were troubling the children in school. This sister kept on praying, praying, praying. One day, she came to the altar like this. And she just told Jesus, Jesus, go and pay the school fees. And she went away. The following day, the children started getting ready for school. Their mother said, don't go today. They said, no, we are going home. We cannot miss our assignment and all the rest. The children went to school. And when they got to school, people were almost embarrassing them. A few paid your fees. The children, without their mommy telling them, said, go and check your records. And look and behold. When they checked their records, the alert had come in. Jesus had paid the fees. What can our God not do? Nothing. He can do all things. That is our God. Are you a spinster looking for a godly husband and you are getting old? 34, 35? No sweeter is coming forward. It's becoming a reproach. This night, this night, if you can just trust God and obey him, go to the altar and tarry there and tell him that next year, next year, if Jesus tarries, you will come to this camp meeting with your husband. My God can do more than that. Pray, believe, and God will surprise you. You have been married a year, two years, five years, more than that. God has a message for you. Weep no more. Your joy is around the corner. He will give you bouncing babies. Yeah. If you can just trust him, if you can just obey and, and pray, God will do it. Yeah. It's your own case, admission. You have tried this uh, UTME four times, five times, you see the same result. Oh, you don't reach the cutoff line. Jesus will give you admission. Yeah. If only you can trust him. My God will do it. He can do more than that. Uh, 
our father, or do I say our fathers, brought us here some 20 years ago. Our apostle of love, Reverend Paul Oge Akazwe, he brought us here. He said, God, God said he should bring us here and that he will heal us. And our God cannot fail. And for the past 20 years and beyond, God has been healing us. He has even raised the dead. A sister came here. The sister, the, the sister had a daughter who had a soul that would not heal. Whether it's cancerous or not, I don't know. She came here in 2003. And when she was going back, she just went out there. She's my friend. And she collected the uh, sand because the girl could not come. She said when, when, she get, when she got home, she would tell the child, this is land for me, Bessa. Just put your leg on it, and God will heal you. By the time she got home, the soul had been healed. That is our God. What can he not do? He cannot lie. And once he says something, he will do it. He has promised to do marvelous things without number. But, but we need to look unto him in faith. Look unto him in faith. Let's see Psalm 78, verse 12. Psalm 78, verse 12. Marvelous things did he in the sight of their fathers, in the land of Egypt, in the field of Soan. That was referring to the Israelites when they were delivered from their bondage. And God led them out with a mighty hand. They met a lot of circumstances on the way. The Red Sea was parted for them. When we read about this parting of the Red Sea, we may not appreciate it much until you see the Red Sea. I was opportune to see the Red Sea 2008. In fact, you will stand by the, by the shore, you'll be wondering how the water could just part easily. But that is our God. He can do wonders. Our own fathers too have told us a lot of things. Our founding father here made his life an epistle that we could read. Our reverence. He walked, he had the desire that Africa should be for Christ. When the whole thing started, it was like a joke. But now, can you see the fruits of his labor? All, almost all over the continent. That is our God. He taught us to trust God. Our father at Ibadarerogunaike told us he could not save us, so, but he was pushing us somebody who could save us. He pushed us to Christ, and now we are in the gospel. Some of us over 40 years, some over 50, some more than that, some less than that, because they pushed us to Christ. So we want to cling to the Jesus they have pushed us to. So when we pray, things will begin to happen. May God help us. Um, 
Our God is good. Yes. Our God can do marvels. Yes. He can do a lot of things. Yes. Believe in your heart that tonight, yes. tonight yes. is the expiry time for all your challenges. Yes. And God will do it. We have to, the altars are open now. We want to go and pray. We want to go and tell God we will not go back without an answer. God bless you.